When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Hey, everybody. This is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes and gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy Hey everybody, uh, this is Steve. Uh, back in May, we were part of the incredible uh, live stream for The Cure once again. It's our uh, sixth year in a row. Uh, Izzy was able to join us this year because we weren't doing a show that weekend, which was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, we got to share our, our love for the 1987 Canadian post-apocalyptic live-action children's show, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. And uh, yeah, hijinks ensue, and uh, we raised... <laughs> we were... We personally raised a little money, uh, but uh, the live stream for The Cure, if you're not following them, get on it. Uh, this year they raised over $23,000, and I think that was even matched by the uh, American Cancer Institute for, for stopping cancer. Because uh, Nick and Gerald and Dan and everybody over there, they're, they're doing God's work. It's fantastic stuff. Check them out. Livestream for The Cure, Nikolai's Kitchen, uh, Netflix and Swill, Two Peas in a Podcast whenever they come back on. Uh, just follow them. They're incredible guys. Uh, and I think it was like 45 hours of live streaming to raise that kind of money. Uh, they do great stuff every year, but uh, check them out. Um, so yeah, here we go. Uh, those of you who are watching in the chat, we're going to run a one minute ad break. On the other side of that, uh, we're going to be joined by the absolute depths of depravity himself. Uh, Steve from everything I learned from movies is going to be here. Uh, he really enjoyed the erotica that Ray read yesterday. A, a lot uh, a lot so we're going to talk to steve that's going to be absolutely amazing you two have an absolutely wonderful evening and thank you again so much for being here no problem at all. thank you yes thank you bye everyone bye-bye i don't know how to leave Do I just click leave? <laughs> i'll boot you out it's okay okay cool kick me out <laughs> And everybody, thank you so, 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 so much again. Those of you who are subscribers, why am I seeing ads on my own channel? It's my channel, and I'm seeing ad breaks uh, on my on my stream monitor. That's so weird. That doesn't even make sense. But anyway, those of you who are uh, subscribers, thank you so, so much for being subscribed to the channel. Uh, you are absolutely amazing. Thank you so, so much, everybody out there, for just hanging out. With, like, if you're here hanging out, Watching the event, even if you're not donating all the time, like that doesn't matter. The most important thing is you're here, you're spending your time here uh, to 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 help us raise money, help us raise awareness for this amazing cause. We are steamrolling again toward that $10,000 mark. That's the halfway point. We're going to break that barrier sometime in the next couple of hours here, and then we're going to start chipping away at the other half to get to that $20,000. I really, really honestly cannot wait. Welcome back, ad viewers. Uh, I love all of your beautiful faces so, so much, and uh, we are just waiting to be joined by Steve 
from everything I learned from movies. Assuming he's conscious and uh, is, you know, not uh, in, in, a, in a heap on the floor somewhere or something. Well, Steve, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, is Steve going to be able to make it? Like, I don't know. Is Steve okay? Uh, I'm going to take a bite of this, uh, this. This. So this is this. This is the donut that I made that uh, that didn't have a hole. I made one donut that didn't have a hole. Uh, I'll tell. I'll tell you what. These these turned out so unbelievably good. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, from the depths of depravity, uh, Steve and Izzy. <laughs> everything I learned from movies. Live stream for the Cure veterans. Been here every single year. Uh, as part of this event, yeah. look at that. That's a year two mug right there. I mean, that's, that's we didn't right. even do mugs this year. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like you two have been here so, so much. Steve has been very, 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 very active in the chat for the last day and a half. So active. Is he, is he glare? Like, <laughs> Steve? <laughs> I, I warned her. Uh, all right, babe. Just so you know, for some reason, they may think I'm a pervert. I have no idea why. And she married like, you. She knows. No. <laughs> All right. So it's not another woman that he's been texting laying in bed next to me. It's just been you guys. <laughs> Mostly um, Brad, Dan, Gerald. You know, yeah. Uh, Alan's in here. Yeah, yeah. Christiane's in here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whoever's in the orgy. I mean, chat room. <laughs> <laughs> so take a, mo- take a moment, uh, you know, uh, and, and let us know a little bit about everything I learned for movies. And then tell us what you guys are going to be talking about today. Sure. Well, of course, everything I learned from movies is our podcast. It's movies and beer. Two things we're very passionate about. It's on all the major podcatchers. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Uh, let's see. This month, uh, it's we're right in the middle of Jason Matham, which is, of course, everybody's favorite month. Uh, we also, uh, today's episode was an interview we had with Anthony DeLongas. Now, you may not know him by name. Uh, but he's like the the whip master that taught Michelle Pfeiffer how to use the whip and everything in Batman Returns. Oh, nice! By the way, uh, those were all practical effects. She actually yeah. did all that, like wrapping. His That's arm the craziest behind the scenes video of her doing that. It's like it's craziness. Yeah, right? So yep, he's good. the master behind that. He also played Blade in Masters of the Universe. He's been in like 150 different films. He's a martial artist, stuntman. Mm-hmm. He's got a ranch out in the uh, mid California oh, somewhere. He was the the stunt director for all of braveheart oh yeah 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 he's like the, oh no wait that was nick powell uh but he did the swordsmith right that was that's an interview My coming apologies. in a couple of weeks but also stuntman director blah 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 but uh yeah we have uh, interviews mm-hmm. um i mean we're doing live shows at Brewies in ogden yeah. which is a wonderful theater where they also let you have beer and stuff oh nice uh, last night we just showed or no i guess wednesday night we wednesday showed night. champagne and bullets uh, only about half the audience was underage, so that was awkward. But it's okay because they were my nieces and nephews. They so. were teenagers. They're thinking about sex anyway. They might as well see what really awkward bad sex looks like. But uh, Big Trouble Little China's <laughs> coming up in two Ooh. weeks. So if you're in the Utah area, come on out. Good stuff. And then two weeks after that, we're doing Wild Zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's see. that movie? Comments so far in the chat. Brad, can you make oh. it a little more erotic? Chris Yaney, mm, whip play. Uh, Ray, oh. there you go, the kinky. Brad, again, we have whips and voice moist with donuts. This is what wow. you've done, Steve. This is apparently what I have done because, uh, yeah, I was the one reading erotica for an hour, and uh, I was the one, I don't know, doing food porn for what three hours when you were making donuts earlier today Come i was i mean listen all i was talking about was inserting the tip into the crust and squirting the filling mm. inside how is that sexual Penetrating Steve? the crust and just glazing the hell out of yeah. everything and yeah how is that your berries just and... because there were digital probing of the donuts that that motion is he's making yeah what that's not <laughs> sexual steve <laughs> Just glazing both sides. And so, <laughs> and so what more appropriate topic for us to talk about than a 1987 Canadian post-apocalyptic children's show? Am I right? I mean... I'm so excited. All right. Has anybody here heard of Captain Power and the Soldiers of the here Future? Here comes the money! Here we go! Uh, Dan Dan Brennick tipped twenty five dollars music to my cock. Yeah, <laughs> make it a hashtag. 
guys, actually, sorry, I forgot. Before we even get into the presentation, sorry, I'm so nervous. She's so excited. Uh, with donations, if you donate sixty nine dollars, nice. <laughs> you'll get a lovely eight and a half by eleven print from the collection of untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's me. Yes, my lovely wife here is an amazing artist. Does incredible stuff. Uh, you can check out all of her stuff at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. And yeah, for example, you have the uh, field guide to movie worms. There you go. All your favorite movie worms in one place for easy identification. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shall we get into whatever the hell this Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future thing is? I'm so yeah. ready for this. There we go. All right. And then slideshow. Sorry. Here we go. All right. So Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future, Woo! the 1987 Canadian live action post-apocalyptic children's show that was too good to last. <laughs> And again, uh, some of the, what is it, Catsember or whatever? Yes, Catsember! <laughs> and we have also have our Snackasaur enamel pin collection. You can mm -hmm. uh, you can look at untidyvenus.etsy.com. Remember, donate $69 to help fuck cancer. And uh, yeah, I'll get a free a print. print. I'll stick the link for that Etsy store over in the chat as well in case anybody wants to do some shopping. Perfect. Excellent. Perfect. All right, so a little background. The year is 1987. Steve is six years old and living in Utah, and boy, is he a sheltered <laughs> child. Uh, yeah, Apocalypse movies like Mad Max and Terminator are huge hits, and action figures are huge business with all the He-Mans and the G.I. Joes and whatnot. Woo! And Canada thinks, I want to get into this huge American television market. And so uh, creators Gary Goddard and Tony Christopher, you know, may know Gary Goddard as the uh, uh, writer of Tarzan the Ape Man, but he also directed Masters of the Universe. Uh, we interviewed him uh, a couple years ago. He's yeah. uh, been making theme park rides all around the world yeah. for the last 25 years or so. Um, but yeah, basically they got approved for uh, a season, 22 episodes back in the day. Because, uh, you know, Mattel wanted to really push this toy line and, you know, make a whole butt ton of money off these kids, <laughs> right? Oh, there he is. Um, so he got approved. Uh, and then Mr. Goddard, uh, I don't know if you can see this, but I might move that off there. Uh, Mr. Goddard made Masters of the Universe, and it's a cult classic, we'll say. Uh, I, I <laughs> enjoyed amazing. it. Yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I was six years old when it came out. Yeah. I had a poster of Meg Foster up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> she is one of the few human pop dolls we have. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they make evil Lynn as a pop doll, y'all. Yeah, but he had a vision, and it was to make the integrate this live action CGI and all these digital effects onto a kid's show. And it was so advanced that all of the digital effect tools were being created as they were shooting the show. Like it was basically in post-production. They're like, well, how the hell are we going to do that? I don't know. Let's figure it out. That kind Let's of thing. invent it. Yep. So uh, yeah, they all the, the, of course, action figures, but they also had like these, uh, these basically guns that were designed to look like the jets and stuff from the show that you could shoot at the screen. Like, you know, think duck hunt on the, the old Nintendo yeah. Uh, the nes or whatever and so you get like the little flashes so it'd be like oh you're part and you're like helping out captain power by shooting all these guys and stuff like that the thing was they're trying to appeal to both kids and adults with a saturday morning tv show and each episode cost about a million dollars back then which is like two and a half million today so basically 57 million dollars for this season of television Ooh. That wasn't even, uh, apparently wasn't even all across the U.S. It was like select markets like apparently Utah because, you know, <laughs> I recorded them off VHS and stuff. That's so, more than the latest Uwe Boll movie is going to cost. Oh, easy. <laughs> Twice easily, as much. Easily. And, but, but it was one of those things where it's like, okay, cool. We got this show out there, blah, blah, blah. Can we We're please not, uh, I just ate, can we please not mention Uwe Boll? I'm going to. He's coming back, baby. <laughs> they just announced yesterday he's making a movie again. Do you think he'll come on our podcast a third time for an interview? Oh, I'm sure he will. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll hit him up right after they wrap. Check out our uh, prior interviews with Dr. Boll, where he talks about his German restaurant and bar. He talks about accidentally burning down a Serbian town and then adopting all of the dogs and taking them to Canada. <laughs> and I think our new episode on Tuesday is our first Uwe Boll movie that we talk about. What? And of course, it's his greatest in the name of the king a dungeon yes. siege tale starring jason Shatham. <laughs> and man <laughs> i love that movie <laughs> it's, it's it's better than the sequels that's for sure all right all right so they had this world that they were trying to build with this post-apocalyptic thing you know the years it's earth 2147 there have been metal wars and uh, basically 
this Biodread Empire that's basically Skynet, but but also <laughs> a precursor to the Borg. We'll talk yeah. about that a little later, Star Trek, you hacks. Um, <laughs> but they, they're basically taking over the Earth, but there's like a human resistance. There's like, you know, these freedom fighters going around getting supplies, all this stuff. There are 22 minute episodes, like with commercials and everything. But there's like a two minute opening thing kind of filling you in on the world because, you know, <laughs> if you go in just raw dog, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and then there's like a two minute closing credit sequence. That's like the uh, uh, Star Wars when they, when they were trying to take out the Death Star. Definitely. Except for somebody mentions blowing a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to blow this baby. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's like 17 to 18 minute actual episodes. And honestly, like you could easily make each of these episodes like 45 minutes and it makes oh, yeah. sense like in an hour Absolutely. format so it's it's jamming a lot in there for kids to <laughs> absorb like quickly and then just a reminder again 69 dollars. <laughs> i haven't heard uh haven't heard some donation things going off by the way uh fun fact if you donate 37 dollars, you get to hear a, a clip from clerks what that was, a, that was a fun little easter egg i found out earlier today <laughs> <laughs> all right so we meet our heroes. Now here they are all dressed up, as you can see. In their power suits. Yes, you have Captain Jonathan Power, the leader. Uh, Lieutenant Mike Tank Ellis. You know, he's the big guy that's a tank. Colonel Thorson. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him. <laughs> we have Hawk Masterson. He's the one with wings. Scout, he's the scout. Pilot, she's the pilot. Uh, we have Mentor, which is basically a supercomputer, mm -hmm. but it with daddy issues yeah, yeah it's designed <laughs> by captain power's father i think it's stewart or something like that so it kind of looks like uh i wasn't on power rangers um oh, what, what's know. their main guy but yeah they like hologram face or whatever it's like a full body like smoke hologram of this guy that kind of looks like the most interesting man in the world <laughs> and he's like you know uh you know what data would you like me to look up for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kind of suit, but they uh they all wear these power suits that you know they turn them on obviously they look like i don't know motorcycle outfits but they have all these special weapons they're the resistance fighters trying to save humans captain power yeah he's the leader of the group uh <laughs> yeah he values life above all else there's blaster guns he has an extending spear thing kind of like uh was it is a predator or whatever that has yeah, all sort those of like yeah the predator one telescoping yeah, neon shurikens you can toss at people um, yeah, Daddy Issues. Uh, and he was played by Tim Dunnigan. Um, if you're not, Steve? That's a great question. Uh, he's basically like an Alan Thicke, uh, MacGyver type. Okay. <laughs> uh, he was in a bunch of like Davy. He started as Davy Crockett in a bunch of like those uh, Disney daytime specials uh, in the 70s and 80s. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, he's the leader. He's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lieutenant Michael Tank Ellis. <laughs> the ground assault unit he's a juggernaut with an arm cannon he has one-liners and a very distinctive danish accent because <laughs> yes he is played by friend of the podcast venel thorson who was our first interview yeah. uh, 1983 world's strongest man if you've ever seen a schwarzenegger movie uh if he, you've seen him in the background <laughs> yeah if you've seen mall rats he was lafors uh, if yeah. you've seen gladiator he played tigress he just just an amazing story mm -hmm. But yeah, he's just spitting one-liners and a uh, nice little Danish accent. And in our Here comes the money. Here we go. Woo! Here comes the money. And if there are any questions during the presentation, please put them in the chat. We're more than happy to help expand yeah. on this universe. <laughs> no, and, Steve, please no? hold all questions till the end of the call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out of time. No. All right. <laughs> All right, Major Hawk Masterson, uh, he's the the wise elder of the group, you know, but mm -hmm. being in his 40s, I guess, in this one. Uh, <laughs> his catchphrase is, get stuffed. <laughs> like, tell us where Captain Power is, get stuffed. <laughs> uh, he's played by Peter McNichol, veteran Canadian actor. Uh, he was actually in uh, Nightmare Alley, uh, was something he popped up in uh, last year where uh, he was like the judge or whatever that I guess they're trying to hood schwoggle there towards the end. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's a guy. We have Robert Scout Baker. Uh, his suit's pretty cool. He, he can like, I, I don't know, like cloak himself into the background or like change to look like anyone else. Like it's yeah, uh, like one of the Borg. I mean, bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, uh, he's played by Maurice Dean Wint. Um, he might best be known as uh, 
they had a RoboCop TV series there in the early '90s, and he was a uh, the the buddy Robo Cable or something like that. Okay, and you it's know? Maurice Dean, not Morris Dean, just. Oh yeah, Maurice Dean Wint. Yep, because <laughs> Steve said that pretty quickly. Sorry, y'all. Oh, and Corporal Jennifer Pilot Chase. This is not a great picture of her, but uh, <laughs> she uh, she's a uh, formerly of the the Dread Youth, which is basically like the. I it's guess, the Nazi youth. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. So the robot Nazis uh, that are like brain. Uh, oh my god! Sixteen dollars sixty-six donation in there from Mister Chris Yaney that says hashtag drink water. Woo! Yeah, hydrate. No, safe water, drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, played by uh, Jessica Steen. Um, you, she had a small role like in Armageddon and stuff like that. She was the uh, the lady astronaut in that. Uh, she's been on this Canadian show, Heartland, for like the last 20 years. It's like a, I don't know, one of those I'm assuming like it's a soap, soap opera, opera kind of thing. I'm but assuming. It, like, it's the kind of show Steve and Izzy bypass so we could rewatch every episode of Supernatural. That's right. Because <laughs> we prefer our super, our uh, soap operas with ghosts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't trust you, brother. Well, I can't trust you either. Hasn't it been a <laughs> haven't you each died like a dozen times we're only in season eight yeah uh so where are we <laughs> yeah so back to uh now we're to the villains and there's lord dread definitely not looking like uh Aboard. the boar queen or not something no not even a little bit uh what are you talking do? about i don't see it at all personally yeah 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 the board <laughs> didn't come around until two years later on next gen just saying what? um Ooh. But yeah, uh, the other bad guys, I mean, Sauron and Blastar, they're basically robots, but they're like the early CGI, like very box-like robots. I think I'll have some pictures of them later, but kind of looks like the <laughs> Money for Nothing video. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, what they do is they digitize humans, which means they basically download them into a central computer to mm -hmm. gain their knowledge and use their likenesses oh. and whatnot in Star Trek U hacks. Eat your brains, gain your knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lord Dread, uh, yeah, obviously was a former human and was a friend of uh, Captain Power's father. Uh, but yeah, he he's played by uh, uh, David Hemblin, who unfortunately passed away in 2020. Oh. But uh, you might know him best as like the voice of Magneto in the old uh, X Men cartoons. Oh. Yeah, just just that kind of a voice, like you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he um, he has an interesting arc throughout the the twenty two episodes as well. <laughs> so what the heck happened? It was a hit, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a fantastic show, but it was entirely too dark for kids because yeah, it's like post-apocalypse after a nuclear war with nazism symbols and you know romantic subplots and all sorts of violence and people talking about committing suicide rather mm -hmm. than being digitized by the machine and stuff and it's like oh oh man i'm six survivor oh. guilt and ptsd all over the place yeah yeah a lot of that oh yeah, and drug use yeah yeah that's right there... that's right there's a whole episode dedicated to drugs <laughs> and by and not necessarily like you know shooting stuff up it's more like you know, going to a payphone and downloading a, a hit of yeah, uh, they're jacking on Steve. Yeah, yeah, it's fun Futurama, stuff. Futurama, you hacks. <laughs> and uh, of course, it was uh, too cheesy for adults because you know it was, it was also like a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, nobody really died, or did they? Bum, we'll see. Um, yeah, quick little eighteen-minute story wrap-ups that are like, okay, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. It's kind of like a live-action cartoon, but you know, it was still pretty, pretty interesting visuals and stuff. And, uh, you know, Reagan was president. So, you know, promoting gun use on television and all the toys where you get to shoot at the screen. <laughs> and, you know, I, I I think deep down they were just seeing Canada was doing children's shows better. So, you know, yeah. not that here in my America. <laughs> Cold War implications. <laughs> I mean, because we all know Reagan would never sell guns. He would never, never sell, sell weapons. Guns. Oh, no. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you may be wondering, all right, so what's next then? You know, nothing has happened with this for 35 years. Like only a few message boards and stuff out there even have <laughs> any knowledge of this, like just from memories or like old toys they found in an attic or something. Well, there's only one thing to do. 
and that's donate $69 and get a free <laughs> eight and a half by 11 print from the collection at untidyvenus.etsy.com. Do it now. Like Smooth. Hashtag fuck cancer. But what else could we do? Hashtag that? voice moist. Yeah. <laughs> Joey from So Wizard uh, says that second wave of toys was impossible to find. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they, yeah, it just came and went like in a week. <laughs> like, as soon as they found out the show what was being taken out by the president and his wife, it was like, well, <laughs> all right, get rid of the stuff. We don't want it around just in case. Yeah. That's where we swept up. But, um, <laughs> but all right, we're going to reboot it. Netflix is like, hey, we're looking for dark kid stuff, you know, talking about suicide and shit. We've done it before. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's do another post apocalyptic, maybe pre teens kind of show. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, Netflix. Yep, we can learn from our mistakes. We can do a 50 to 60 minute episode format. Think, think The Witcher, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, you know, in the post apocalyptic future, blowing up guns and shit. So we got to have a lot of scenes of Captain Power in a bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the CGI is more affordable. It's not going to be like a billion dollars an episode or whatever. Yeah, if we can CGI out Superman's mustache, we can make this happen. Oh, yeah, easily. easily. <laughs> but but, but you're going to do better than the mustache, right? That's not, that's not, your, that's not that the high you're that's... aiming for, right? That, that's what the mask is for. <laughs> if, if that's a bar that they've set as far as CG, <laughs> I think that we can be, at least meet it. <laughs> I have that best paint. I think we can figure it out. <laughs> I think Velocipaster may have beaten that bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now we've come to the most important part. Everybody in the chat, we need your help in recasting the show. <gasps> oh, God. So here we go. Captain Power, the leader of the team. <laughs> who who who's going to be the the big name that's going to draw us in and why is it one of the hemsworths oh yeah but i feel like we can liam though like not chris Hemsworth, like liam yeah well yeah 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 chris is too busy making extraction five and well, everybody's just going to be like why doesn't thor just use his hammer <laughs> <laughs> any uh any suggestions there in the chat for captain power i mean look at that smile it's like a ryan reynolds smile right there Great. <laughs> brad ryan says reynolds get the third hemsworth he's cheaper Ooh. <laughs> good old good old rodney hemsworth or whatever just some you know wild free range hemsworth we'll go oh, catch yeah. one in australia and drag him over <laughs> yeah you he... <laughs> <laughs> just hold like a branch of eucalyptus and they come hey what's going on mate <laughs> <laughs> they're so friendly they'll eat out of your hand they have no fear of man that's true. All right, babe. Who do you think would be a good Captain Power? Like I said, I think Liam's ha- Liam Hemsworth Liam? deserves a a shot. He wasn't the worst part of Hunger Games. I mean, <laughs> oh shit, Hunger Games. Uh, what about uh Alan Richson, the the guy's re- Reacher now, Blue Mountain State, oh, that guy. Yeah. Hey, he's he's a little big, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that means for Tank, we need somebody bigger than that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, true. Well, all right. Well, maybe <laughs> we'll parlay that. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, mm, maybe Reynolds. I don't know. We'll see. Let's let's <laughs> we'll come back to him. How about Tank Ellis? That's right. Yeah. The next one. Oh God, look at those eyes. Oh, uh, the the who? God, what's his name? The the cop from Stranger Things. Oh, David Harbor. Yeah. Oh, is he is he built enough to be the ground assault? Unit? I mean, look at I it. Mean, he looks he like he's he Black looks Widow. like he's dressed in a giant tank outfit. Like he can you can cover up all of his uh, paunch. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, what about uh, Dave Bautista? Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain Plus Wilson. Oh, I like line. that. I like that, Phil. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Wade Wilson. Rain what? Wilson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that means everybody else has to be smaller than him. <laughs> <laughs> Warwick Davis for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> what's Deep Roy up to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Oh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Oh. <laughs> Peter Dinklage is oh. as, uh, Captain Power. Oh shit! It's Peter Dinklage, but he's in like a giant like mech suit. Oh yes. Yeah. Now we're talking. Like I mean, I mean, put Dinklage's face on that right there. That'll work. Yeah, sold. <laughs> Cyrano three PO or I don't know. <laughs> All right, 
uh, Hawk Masterson here, kind of the elder statesman. <laughs> that is, again, not a great picture. It's what I could find on the internet, guys. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, uh, I'll throw it out there. Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still agile enough to do do a couple of, uh, couple of stunts? Oh, I don't know if the real Nick Cage can do stunts. He's like 60 now. <laughs> but, oh, come on. We saw, uh, was it the unbearable weight of master talent? Yeah, and, and I'm absolutely certain that was nicholas cage you don't think going over the wall, wall. No. <laughs> well, for the last guy for the last guy everybody said get the mountain from game of thrones whoever played that guy oh yeah Hog, hogger fear her or whatever yes <laughs> yeah. but can we pull him off of his uh his dj tour rave of thrones uh that's hodor oh is it hodor okay <laughs> hodor not the mountain Ooh, maybe okay. hodor. oh <laughs> nathan b jones who's he steve well He's coming out in a movie next week with a Hemsworth, that, oh. that uh, spider head or whatever. I noticed he was in there covered in spiderweb tattoos. Oh my. Uh, you might also know him as, uh, was it Humongous Erectus in Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> yes. uh, he tosses an elephant in uh, uh, the, the, protector, the Protector, the Tony Jaw movie, which is awesome. Uh, he's, he told me he had retired when I asked him a year ago for an interview. But and then he he's coming out with a whole goddamn movie. Yeah, I assume he got that like the next day. <laughs> So way yeah, it always happens too, guy. right? <laughs> Bringing everybody out of retirement nowadays. We got for uh, Hawk. Right, so... We got Gary Oldman, John C. McGinley, Jim Parsons. Oh, John Ooh, C. McGinley. Yeah. Oh, another friend of the podcast. We've had the pleasure of interviewing. God, that guy's amazing. Yep. Anyway, John C. McGinley. Writing it down now. So I'm also gonna throw out there since we're gonna have the mountainous tank. This uh, he won't look quite as swole. And he's becoming a man of a certain age. Michael J. White? Oh, I'm always down for Michael J. White. <laughs> I like well, it. it. Well, actually, let's keep Michael J. White for Robert Scout Baker. Yeah. <laughs> you want Black Dynamite being able to cloak himself? Oh, it's just about to get real. Oh, that's right. Got to be a suave ladies' man. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> there are some great children's show uh, pickup lines and stuff thrown throughout the series. So, oh, I'm almost wondering, since obviously Scout is the chameleon, is that what we saved Gary Oldman for? Ooh. I realize that it's not really age appropriate, but since that man is a chameleon. It's true. He can play ages 16 to 6,000. Yeah. Yeah. He can, he, he can play little person and Dracula. I got tiptoes. How did that movie get made? It's so amazing. <laughs> obviously, he's McConaughey's twin brother obviously that is the obvious choice best part of that movie is mcconaughey academy award winner matthew mcconaughey screaming i'm a dwarf uh, oh oh by the way i forgot to mention too uh you may be wondering oh, steve where the hell can i watch this show uh all the episodes are up on youtube so have at it just google yeah. it you'll find it there's 22 of them but if you want to watch it with your peers what? like us maybe <gasps> Every other Saturday, we're watching two episodes of <gasps> Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Just hit me up at EILF Movies on Twitter or Facebook or even Patreon, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll get you added to that watch party. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next one is not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Mm -hmm. What is that? Like the 28th, I want to say. Something like that. Yep. Uh, it'll be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. But yeah, hit us up at EILF Movies. And we're actually getting to the second half of the, the season now. So the state, <gasps> let me put it this way. The stakes are going to get real and it's going to be great. Oh, oh my God. No. So, uh, any other suggestions for Scout? All right. I think we're good. Shall we move along? All right. And now the lady of the group. Yes, Corporal Jennifer Pilot Chase, yeah. <laughs> tactical systems expert. Uh, yeah, man, who would be a good pilot? Yeah, formerly Dread the Youth, so she's uh, pretty naive in a lot of things, but super good at killing people. <laughs> expert pilot and tactician, uh, trying to figure out if she's maybe got a crush on Captain Power. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. <laughs> I can see it. Ooh. Yeah. Samara Weaving uh, we have over in the chat. Selena uh, Gomez. Oh, Sam so, yeah, Samara Weaving. She's the uh, not Margot Robbie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way I keep confusing for Margot Robbie. Really is the best things. way to describe her, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mar not Robbie. <laughs> no. 
Uh, ooh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, ooh. You know, we've seen in Red Sparrow where she can run away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she goes to horror school. Oh, what's the one where she's like super naive? Oh, uh, Space Rape. Passengers? Is that the, <laughs> I didn't the watch movie? that. I refused to watch that. Ugh. I think you watched that without me. Just hearing people talk about that movie made me feel skeezy. Yeah, you've seen the trailer. You know what the end of the movie is and that it's just wrong. But yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, K Stu, Sophie Turner, we got over in the chat as well. K Stu and Sophie Turner. Oh, Sophie Turner, yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz, she's oh, always wow. good in everything. Oh, well, yeah. What was that one we saw with the uh, the Gremlins, <laughs> like uh, Fire oh. in the Sky or something like that? Or yeah, where she was. Uh... Uh, oh, something in the cloud. Cla cl cloud in the sky. I don't know. Elsie <laughs> Fisher. Who's Elsie Fisher? Not a relative of mine. To yeah, Google. <laughs> uh, hey, Ray Google says please? she loves your definition of passengers. I went with my nephew to see that, and we both came away feeling dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We only refer to that movie as space rape in this house. <laughs> Guys, that, okay, so that was basically like the movie that uh, they were talking about in Thank You for Smoking, right? Like, yeah. All right, Brad Pitt. Catherine Zeta-Jones, their beautiful naked bodies just floating in zero G. And then they light a cigarette. Like, wouldn't that cause a fire in an oxygen-rich environment? Well, yeah, it's just one line of, uh, oh, yeah, thank God we built the... The MacGuffin. You, you know. Yeah. It's one line of dialogue. I like that. Yeah, Phil, she was in eighth grade. Elsie Fisher was in eighth grade, and she's on Barry currently. Oh, well, she's going to play Chase. Hopefully she's at least graduated 12th by now. Right? <laughs> I don't know if we want an eighth grader uh, playing Chase. We're gonna have that Captain Power love subplot. It might get a little weird. This is this is getting <laughs> a little. Uh, uh, God, what the hell's his name? He directed uh, Leon the Professional. I can't. Um, oh, Luke Besson. Luke Besson. Yeah, it's getting a little Luke Besson now. We're getting that uh, pedophilia vibe in there. <laughs> as 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 a, as a couple of people who just spent January and February going through female assassin movies. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've seen a lot of Luke Besson oh, in the last couple yeah. months. <laughs> Anna, yeah. Hannah, Columbiana. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if you do a female assassin movie, Luke Besson's getting 10%. <laughs> yeah, because he invented women murdering people. Uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too close to my story. All right. All right, now the really important one. Laura Dredd, hear me out. Also Nick Cage. Right? I was actually I was thinking we got to say. All right, so who for the board? I'm sorry, Lord Dread. <laughs> I was actually thinking David Thewlis. Oh, <laughs> the he, Shame Wizard. The Shame Wizard, yes. <laughs> the star of the Island of Doctor Moreau, <laughs> David Thewlis. Ares himself, the God of War. Uh, Brian Cranston, we have in the chat. Ooh, oh, yeah. Right, then we could only have in the movie I'm for so five happy minutes, and then was my best friend. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne we had over there. Oh my God, the Velvet Drizzle just followed. <gasps> the Velvet Drizzle. Jason Statham, uh, Michael Chiklis. Oh, yeah. Always down for Jason Statham. <laughs> Brad, we know why you wanted to be Jason Statham. Because Jason Statham is the best. That's why we dedicated all yeah. of May to some of his lesser known works and already working on... <gasps> next jason matham or maybe oh. january statham <laughs> we noticed there were a lot of movies he did there in the uh, mid-2000s that just completely missed like we hadn't seen blitz nope. uh like safe yeah. uh home front like a bunch of movies where it's like oh he who, who else is in this movie what was the one you have with j-lo parker or something like yeah. that yeah hey, this <laughs> is this is fan movies. casting chris yaney nobody cares if he wouldn't do it for real <laughs> He's like, Why Jason Statham wouldn't do TV. <laughs> Damn it, Yaney. Why not? Oh, it, it's not TV. It's a Netflix limited series or yeah. whatever the hell they're calling them. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you telling me that Olympic diver Jason Statham is too busy for a reboot? <laughs> <laughs> they only do Fast and Furious movies every four years or something now. So. Right? And they haven't done an Expendables in like a decade. <laughs> When's Hobbs and Shaw 2 coming out? That's what we want to know. I know. <laughs> by the way okay so actually speaking of alan richson or whatever they just announced he was gonna be part of the fast and furious 10 or whatever oh, is yeah? he another toretto brother nobody talked about in the last nine movies 
No, no, no. He's going to be uh, one of the Shaw brothers. He's the one who's oh. going to kill the other Shaw brother who they mentioned in uh, Hobbs, <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw is already dead. You made me kill my brother. He's dead? Wait, what? Last we saw he was in the back of a plane Stop. flying off. But, but Luke Evans. <laughs> who did he piss off? Um, the Spice Girls are going to be the Shaw sisters. Yes. Can't wait to see where that goes. All right. So Lord Dread, I think we got it. Right. <laughs> Great picks, everybody. Power on. Power that's on. It's a, a catchphrase from the show. Uh, <laughs> How they boot up their suits. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know us, again, for everything I learned from movies, I love that uh, Fast X, <laughs> by the they way. stole your poster, <laughs> they, Steve. They kind of I do that like two years ago before even the ninth <laughs> one came out. As you can see in the top right, there's the Race Station 2000 that uh, I assume is going to be a major part of the plot. For all of you who don't remember, Race Wars is the driving event that Dominic Toretto keeps putting on in like the first three movies. It's true. I'm here for be every the part of, of the movie. that. Yeah, that was going to be the name of the movie was Race Wars. It's the one that Letty keeps winning and that's why nobody likes her. She's a girl who keeps winning. Indeed. So, <laughs> but if you want to be a winner, go to everything I learned from movies on all the major podcatchers. Give us a listen. Uh, hit us up with ideas for theme months because we got some good ones coming. Babe, what are we doing next month for your birthday? Oh, we're doing Pokemon. Gotta watch them all. Yep. Steve knows nothing about Pokemon. <laughs> Will he learn a little bit, though, over the course of what, five or six movies? We'll find out. <laughs> the movies are trash, guys. I love Pokemon, <laughs> and these movies are trash. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about them. Uh, also, guys, if you're in the Ogden, Utah area, why we, would they be in the Ogden? I don't know. I'm, I'm absolutely certain nobody's within a thousand miles of Ogden, Utah. My apologies us. if you are, but if you find yourself there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on out to our uh, movie nights at Brewbies in Ogden every other Wednesday. We yeah. got some great ones coming up. Um, also, there's the local artisan collective my wife is a part of. Oh yeah, guys! I joined an art co-op, so you can find all of my art on the local artisan collective, their website, their physical shop in downtown Ogden, and I'm get to be teaching classes and hosting events. In fact, Steve and I just taught a how to podcast class. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How to start a podcast, because guys, that's where the real money is, and telling people how to make a podcast. How do you make no, money by teaching others to podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I gave that dude on Twitter my credit card number. He said he was going to make me iTunes number one. Is that? And we greatly appreciate that information, Nick. <laughs> is that not going to? Is that not going to happen? Just give it time. Yeah, give I'll, it time. I'll bring things take time. Okay, <laughs> mm. because like, yeah, got... another ten thousand, and like I'm going to get mad. <laughs> just, right. just, just a little more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, he also has like her art demonstration classes and like we yeah. actually going to be making stuff. Yeah, we're going to do some block printing classes at physically on site. But if you happen to not be in Ogden, I also have a couple of tutorials and how to on my Patreon at Untidy Venus on Patreon. Uh, right now, I've got my first demo up, how a uh, little intro to watercolors. Learn how to play around with some watercolors and some of my favorite recommendations. Sean Ennis was yeah. just in Ogden, Utah yesterday. He's uh, about Whoa. to leave Salt Lake. He's on a plane about to leave Salt Lake right now. Oh, oh nice. well, shout out. You should have stopped by Wednesday. Come to our movie night. Yeah. Don't Damn worry. We were drizzle. there. <laughs> you weren't going to get COVID because nobody was there. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> uh, so yeah on top of all that stuff just remember thank you so much and donate 69 dollars <laughs> uh, and get your prints from untidy venus <laughs> my gift to you when you donate 69 dollars or more <laughs> so yeah what do you guys think about uh captain power and the soldiers of the future i mean it looks amazing it looks like the kind of balls out trippy thing that i would like just absolutely lap right up it looks you know and you know who it really that is that says brad hargis if nothing else has ever said brad hargis before it's that yeah like i said <sighs> all the episodes are on youtube i have like two box sets of all of them on dvd and stuff like the best you could find on the internet mm. um, <laughs> the finest rips from tbs you've seen that's right <laughs> 
The one looks kind of legit, but yeah, yeah the new yeah. one looks kind of legit. The other one, I think there's a Pop Tart commercial that made it through yep, at some yep, point. Yeah, there definitely is. <laughs> yeah, uh, the early 2000s. <laughs> Antonio so Coltworthy is straight out of Salt Lake City, Utah. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. Come on up and join us. <laughs> yeah. What are we up to on that uh, that tally there, Nick? Did we get another uh, we, $69 donation? We did yet? not get any $69 donations yet, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are currently $7,219.40. Uh, you guys are all amazing. We have Drew Hallam popping up <gasps> to say hello in the chat. It said, Steve is shine. From the real feels himself. Let's get those Drew Drew emotes. We got those Drew emotes in the chat. Get them in there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Purposely had to add that Drew emote. Doctor's orders. Do do we need to do a shot? I can go get some booze. You want to go get some shots? But real quick, I want to do a shout out. I guess it's going to be less funny if Drew is uh, sober because I think we've only talked about this when he's drunk. But this summer, after our podcast road trip, Drew, you and I are going to start our cat-based murder mystery book club. I'm in love (laughs) with this, all of it. And you guys can all join us. There's multiple series of books based on cats and murder mysteries. It's my preferred reading genre. And Drew and I are going to start a book club. (laughs) What was the the name of the podcast? Oh my god, we had so many of them. I'm gonna go get some booze. Maybe Drew can remember them. (laughs) It was like perfect murder podcast or something like that. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) Drew Halp. Drew is an absolute legend. He had to be. You know, I mean, we we miss him. You know, we 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 miss that. We miss the 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 moonshine for Drew every thousand dollars uh you know but uh, totally understandable uh i'm personally like i mean granted i had mimosas uh this morning but you know trying to limit as much as i can so i can temper down this damn acid reflux uh and, mm. and try to make it go away a little bit better uh but yeah Wait, is drew in his like lunch break or something i don't i'm guessing so shaping young minds i'm guessing so he must be uh he he must be he must be just taking a little bit of a a little bit of a break or something like that i mean we know drew will be in later tonight uh ooh, two hour early out look at that Ooh, look at that yeah drew's uh drew's royalty uh in the live stream for the cure like you 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 gotta love drew hallam if you're here if not you you get if not you get the boot yeah that's right you get the boot if you don't like drew you get the boot <laughs> yeah by the way who drew that in the background there that's from the simpsons, oh, the simpsons. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the simpsons that's from the episode yeah, yeah, yeah. where okay, they go australia. to australia yeah, with yeah, the yeah. with the boot yeah Ooh, what so we... steve because steve may end up having to answer some emails later Ooh. we got some captain morgan but also just a sampling we have murder on the prowl or murder past due wait not me them them we have <laughs> Yes. Focus. <laughs> Murder on the prowl. Do you need to hold cups or something? And <laughs> the cat who sniffed glue. <laughs> 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 These are all parts of series, guys, <laughs> not standalone books. All right. So if you're uh, if you're at work, why don't you pull out your bottle and uh, join us for a little shot? Congratulations on seven <laughs> grand. We're easily going to get twenty by tomorrow oh yeah we got those cheers emotes in the chat too people let's see them fly get a margarita up there get that beer cheers up there and those drew emotes because we love us some drew hallam here we love steven izzy too again they've been here every year well steve's been here every year i'm so so glad to see you again izzy 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 had to work a couple of years yeah izzy Izzy had prior commitments a couple times (laughs) <laughs> fuck you like fuck cancer please that's right be gone. try macy's we're glad you're going out of business cheers bitches cheers <laughs> i just finished my mimosa a minute ago dang it <coughs> Ooh. man that goes good yeah uh, so yeah any other uh any other questions from the chat about captain power As anybody the, the foremost expert on the screen no i won't <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of cheers and a lot of love over there for drew hallam god oh. yeah you gotta you gotta love drew here like if you don't beat it drew, drew really is the best drew is drew absolutely is the best one of the best human beings i've ever met like he is an amazing amazing dude uh just like you two you two are absolutely incredible 
Uh, yeah, we've still oh, got we still got 15 minutes. So uh, we're Steve. like Drew if Drew was an asshole. <laughs> if so, Drew was more of a dirty pervert, no. Uh. <laughs> if Drew didn't have to work with kids, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Steve. Uh, if you want to, if you want to, just for the last ten minutes, grab like your from your El James collection, which I'm sure you have by now. Um, just oh, read us a couple of choice of, <laughs> of choice passages that I know you're a really big fan of. Uh, I can just turn to a random page here in uh, what is this? Uh, the cat who sniffed blue, and see where it goes from there. <clears throat> Ooh, scene five. Uh, Place. Office of the new Moose County newspaper. Time. Later the same evening. Cast. Arch Riker, publisher and editor-in-chief. Junior Goodwinter, managing editor. Hicksie Rice, advertising manager. And Roger McGillivray. McGillivray? McGillivray. Reporter. $69 yes, yes, dollar donation. Similar. $69 yeah. donation, ladies and gentlemen. donation and we will stop. That's right. (laughs) The stone buildings of downtown Pixax gleamed blue-white in the light of the full moon. Following the disastrous rehearsal, Quillerin, I guess. Yep, Quillerin is the main character. Oh, okay, there we go. Quillerin started to walk home, but detoured by way of the newspaper office. It was the eve of the publication of the first issue, and he was as nervous as a prospective father. What? At his suggestion, the Klingenshin Fund uh, had made the venture possible, and that is urging the longtime friend My girlfriend friend, sucked Art 37 Riker. dicks in a row? <laughs> yeah, 37, baby! Woo! Yeah, we know what that means. That is Michelle with a $37 donation. She said cheers. Cheers, Michelle. Thank you cheers. so, so much. Pushing that total to 72, 56, 40. Thank you Woo! all so, 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 so much. <laughs> Nice. By the way, Arch Riker, that's got to be like the great, great, great grandfather of William T. Riker, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, Arch Riker had come from the down below to run the operation. Eventually, a printing plant and office complex would be built. Meanwhile, the paper has was being job printed, and the editorial and business functions were housed in a rented warehouse. Hot. <laughs> Quillerin knew the staff had been working 12 or more hours a day. And he had stayed out of their way. But now, it was the countdown. The new publication would be in the hands of readers Wednesday afternoon. He felt envious. It was a moment of excitement and tension. And he was an outsider. As he expected, the lights were still on in the building. A former meatpacking warehouse, giggity. <laughs> and he found Riker Meow. and Junior Goodwinter in the office they shared. With beer cans in their hand and with their feet propped up on the desks. It was nothing like the slick, color-coordinated, acoustically-engineered, electronically-equipped workstation environment Riker and Quillerin had known at the Daily Fluxion? Daily Fluxion. Daily Fluxion, all right. (laughs) In this temporary situation, executives and cub reporters alike sat at second-hand desks and poked old manual typewriters in a barn-like workspace that still smelled of bacon. Although Junior enjoyed the distinction of a roll-top desk, that was his great grandfather's. <clears throat> All right, now we got now we got voices coming up. <clears throat> the coffee's still hot, Riker said. Grab a cup, Quill, and find a chair. Put your feet up. Perhaps pull a Riker maneuver. <laughs> Are you getting antsy? Quillerin asked. That's our main character, Beth. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> Everything's locked up except page one. We're still hoping for a banner headline for the kickoff. After the radio spots, we got 18,000 subscriptions. <laughs> Remember newspapers? <laughs> and we're given a print order of 30,000. Hixie and her crew sold so many ads that we're going to 48 pages, twice what we expected. Quillerin <laughs> had never Here seen it so animated. Is that, a, is that a one to stop? <laughs> oh my goodness. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Get those emotes back up in the chat. Drew Hallam dropping $69 <laughs> in the bank. Nice. Thank you so, so much, Drew. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Drew, 732540 Ooh, 7300 bucks. Nice. Oh, so good. But babe, you got a donation. You can stop. No, oh, thank God. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was he was getting, getting so into wrapped it. up in the newspaper printing story of Quill and Riker's great great grandfather. Yeah, he, he was into it. He was he was gonna just start going on it. 
by Riker's beard. <laughs> oh, I think that's why God. Steve grew a beard, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah. was because we watched all of Next Gen. Oh, you should have seen me come into the room, pull a Riker maneuver, and sit right down to talk about <laughs> Captain Power. <sighs> oh, my God. So, yeah, a few minutes left, guys. Get a print. I've got movie monsters who love kittens and Pokemon who love kittens and rainbow horses. And, oh, Steve has uh, oh, did yeah. a, an ode to black superheroes, which yeah. is phenomenal. Drew, you're going to have to let us know which one you want because we don't know which ones you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's a great supporter of Izzy's art because Izzy's Drew's art's amazing. amazing. So you know, check it out. Untidy Venus. Yep, right there in the chat, guys. There's a link to there's a link to Izzy's Etsy shop right there in the chat if you guys want to go out and check out all of the stuff and and support them because they're amazing people and they deserve it. Drew, Aww, you're amazing. Thank you. But first, donate your money to Livestream for the Cure. Let's hit our goal. Yeah, 20 G's. Ain't nothing. <laughs> ain't nothing we still got so so much time so much amazing content left to go today another eight yes. hours to go today and then we got 15 more to smash through tomorrow uh and i'm yeah. like I, I legitimately can't wait uh it's gonna be really 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 fun and exciting and just oh god i can't even <laughs> believe like we're not even like i i feel like i feel like i've been on the air for uh like ever and we're not even halfway through the event technically in terms of like content. I think we hit that in like me. Well, actually, wait, wait, like an hour maybe? or two. Yeah, it should be pretty close. Uh, you know, catch see. that this second wind. Four, five, six, seven. So maybe after decay, I think after decaying with the boys. So in between decaying with the boys and Cultworthy, that I think is a halfway point uh, or so somewhere in there. And show the sparkles. Oh, wait, this one glows in the dark. That one That's glows in what the dark. Is. Yeah. Some of Izzy's uh, incredible enamel pins. We have the snackosaurs. Oh, those are so and... cute. I love it. Or the beer drinking dinosaur with glow in the dark bones. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, please, please head out over, over to their Etsy shop as well. Hit it, hit it hard with a paddle. What is happening in the chat? So it's, it's you, Steve. They just know it's you. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta... Join us over on everything I learned from movies. Where we're going to be talking about Pokemon in June, <laughs> and then in July, and then of course Nick August Cage. Are you gonna Are you gonna do special. Are you gonna do Ninja Three: The Domination in in July? May have watched it last night because yes, we are. Oh my god! Where <laughs> else is that not that opening at the golf course? Is that not yes. the most balls out insane thing you've ever seen? The That's, greatest cold open to yeah. a Bond movie ever. Absolute right. fucking insanity. It's a every single minute of it. Like I, I, I about like some of those canon movies that we did on Epic Film Guys when when COVID hit and we couldn't go to theaters. Like, it was like th now there were those times when you got just absolute shit. And I mean that Ninja Three also has Lucinda Dickey, which <laughs> yes, sir. But dude, man. right? Why is she not a bigger <laughs> thing? I was watching that movie like you know what. <laughs> If she were in Terminator, we, like, we would have my would still be cranking out God. movies. <laughs> my God. Are you saying you dicky that Lucinda? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like yeah, that that whole entire I mean the rest of the movie's fine, but I think that yeah. opening, like on its own, is so incredible. Like I could watch that on repeat for like days straight. <laughs> It's just yeah, her it's apartment is amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, her apartment is like life goals. <laughs> it, every time you see it, you you discover something new about it and completely confounding. Right? Yeah. Steve's like, who are these girls who live in this? And I was like, these are this is what people think like the girls who find dumpster diver treasures like live like, which is what we would love to, but really what we find are like chairs with only three legs. And then we figure it out. <laughs> As one of those girls, <laughs> as you can see from my studio, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a hodgepodge. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> Welcome to the Mistake Factory by Untidy Venus. <laughs> the Mistake Factory is uh, is uh, every time Brad purchases any 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 media, any kind of movies or anything, because he has the worst taste, worst Brad taste in movies of all time. Brad, do you oh, also love coming Ninja up 3? in July, 
uh well i pre-ordered the 4k uhd ultra re-release of miami connection so that'll be coming up oh, hashtag yeah. Bradfest. thank you thank you drew hashtag <laughs> drew hashtag let's get let's get all the all the hashtags we've had so far over over the course of live stream over here for steven izzy to celebrate them uh in the last couple minutes here let's see uh music to my music to the drew uh let's see hashtag (laughs) voice moist uh hashtag fluffy muff Was it? I thought it was voice moist, not moist voice. I guess does it really matter? I guess we're haranguing there over, over, over nothing. Aw, Drew hashtag Stephen Izzy. I love that one. Aww. I love that one so so much. Drew, Doesn't you're amazing. You know we go by Stizzy now. <laughs> <laughs> we are Stizzy. <laughs> oh my goodness. So um, yeah, just yeah. you know, I know you guys already did it, you know, before, but just before you guys run away. Let the audience know really, really quick where they can find you guys on the web. Everything I learned from movies and all the major podcatchers at EILF Movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, Babe, where can they find you? You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. I'm at untidyvenus.etsy.com and Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Hey, Steve, what does EILF Movies stand for? Oh, it's everything I learned from movies. You two are adorable. I fucking love you. Nick, thanks for having us once again. What, six years in a row now? Always and forever. As long as this event's a thing, I'm dragging your asses here. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Haha, you can't get rid of us now. We're going to hack the system. Oh, I love it so, so much. You two have an absolutely... wonderful day hours in a row again uh is he is he um like it's 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 just him like talking erotica with a bunch of other dudes uh you know and we're all loving every minute of it i i think i I really really (laughs) just me constantly smutting it up what i do that that sounds like steve thank you guys so so much for being here uh decaying with the boys is going to be on with us in just a couple of minutes ladies and gentlemen uh we are going to go ahead those of you who are subs to the channel of course my beautiful face is still going to be here uh but uh those of you who are not subs i love that year two logo still my favorite logo uh and um yeah we're going to play a quick ad here but if you're a sub you'll still see my beautiful face and uh, yeah, I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about uh, live stream for the cure about everything that we're trying to do here today. So yeah, um, if you're if you're just somebody that's just tuning in or anything like that, my name is Nick, and this is of course the live stream for the cure. Uh, this is a charity to raise money all for the Cancer Research Institute up there in the top left hand corner of the screen, a research uh, immunotherapy, which is raising money for. Uh, I love that Stephen is here pointing like oh, what, 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 what? the top top left is this is the one be that way nope I think I did it wrong wait 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 oh wait oh I did it oh. I did it that way that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> cancer immunotherapy <laughs> it holds the promise of curing all forms of cancer and and uh, what a beautiful world that would be. Uh, to be able to have a cure for all forms of cancer. Uh, 88 cents out of every dollar goes to actual research, not overhead, not CEO's pockets and everything like that. 96% rating on charitynavigator.org. They are very, very highly accredited. And when you donate, like I said, 88 cents out of every dollar goes to charity, goes to like actual research, I should say. Uh, So, you know, it's all for very good cause. Every single penny. Every single penny goes to the the uh, the Cancer Research Institute. I know words, guys. I know how to work. Yeah. Okay, Don't... you're on like hour nine or something. It's okay. <laughs> Seven thousand three hundred twenty-five dollars and forty cents. We are steamrolling again Woo. toward that halfway point. We're gonna smash through that in a couple of hours here, and then start steamrolling right toward that twenty k. I can't wait. Uh, Josh from Talking Smack ads. They see us rolling. They hate it. <laughs> I think we're waiting for. We're just waiting. We're basically just waiting for Decade with the boys uh, to be ready to uh, to be ready to join us here. And then we oh. uh, we should be oh. ready to go. In the meantime, got one of the podcasts here rolling up. I'd like you guys Whoop. to meet Kitties. Cameron. 
<laughs> Maximize full screen, full screen kitty. <laughs> enhance, enhance. <laughs> Obviously, she's thrilled yeah. to be here. <laughs> yeah, she, she has that look of like, oh, you did not just. <laughs> nah, she's a torty. She always looks that way. Watch, yeah. I get kisses. Yes, yeah. no. kisses. This is a Cameron of the twins, Cameron and Poe. Yes, of course, named after oh, Nicolas Cage you. and Connor. Yes. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, all torty cats are girls. If it's a boy torty cat, that means it actually has a genetic disorder. And so we had to come up with Nicolas Cage names that were feminine. Yeah, basically, it was either that or it's going to be Sailor and Ripley. So. <laughs> Still acceptable. So yeah, guys, donate money. Make Cameron happy. Yeah, the podcast approves. <laughs> All right, yeah. I and you know what, Yaney? Uh we were we were 30 seconds into the ad when I realized I was like, you know, it doesn't make sense if I'm reading out and explaining what we're doing to people who uh are seeing an ad right now that can't see me. Yeah, who are seeing it. progressive ads and I'm stuff. explaining yeah. it to the subscribers who have already been here and already know what we're doing. Yeah, I realized that halfway through, <laughs> Yaney. It's like Nick. Nick, we know that's why we're on the show right now. What, what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is what we're doing here, though, ladies and gentlemen. This is the live stream for the cure to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute. Uh, immunotherapy again, the promise of a future immune to cancer. I'm going to say goodbye to Stephen Izzy now. Uh, I love you, Bye, everybody. Goodbye forever, until next year. <laughs> <laughs> see you next year uh, we'll see you in the chat i'm sure but you see know you thank you chats, so baby. <laughs> like creepy enough we're getting there getting there, getting there. <laughs> i love you guys have a good one have a good one guys power on The legacy of the Metal Wars, when man fought machine and machines won. Biodreads, monstrous creations that hunt down human survivors and digitize them. Volcania, center of the Biodread Empire, stronghold and fortress of Lord Dread, feared ruler of this new order. But from the fires of the Metal Wars arose a new breed of warriors. Born and trained to bring down Lord Dread and his Biodread Empire. They were soldiers of the future. Mankind's last hope. Their leader, Captain Jonathan Pollard, master of the incredible power suits which transform each soldier into a one-man attack force. Major Matthew Hawk Masterson, fighter in the sky. Lieutenant Michael Tank Ellis, ground Sergeant Robert Scout Baker, espionage and communications. And Corporal Jennifer Pilot Chase, tactical systems expert. Together they form the most powerful fighting force in Earth's history. Their creed to protect all life. Their promise to end Lord Dread's rule. Their name. Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 